Alhamdulillah, Alhamdulillah, Nahmadu, and Estarinu, and Estafiru, and Ominubihi, and Atabakano Ali, and Audu bin Nahim in Shururi and Fusina, Wamin Sayi Ati Amanina, Mayahdihila, who Fana Mudinna, who may you din who Fana Hadiana, and I said, Wallah, Inaha in the law, who Wahdahuna Shadikana, and I said, Wanna Sayidana, Wamonana, Mohammed and Abduhu, and Rasulu, Amma Badu Faudu bin Nahim in a Shaitan regime, Miss Minahi Rahman Rahim. لقد كان لكم في رسول الله أسوة حسنة لمن كان يرجو الله واليوم الآخرة وقال تعالى وقال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم لا يؤمن أحدكم حتى أكون أحب إليه من والده وولده والناس أجمعين أو كما قال عليه الصلاة والسلام My most respected elders and brothers <coughs> being the auspicious and mubarak month of Rabi al it is a time for us to reflect and reconnect and for us to revive our connection with Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. No amount of discussion and no amount of uh, looking into the life of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is sufficient because his life is so broad, such a wide aspect of his life. How beautifully one sahabi who was a poet he encapsulates Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam's beauty and his akhlaq, etc. in a poem. And he says, وَأَحْسَنُ مِنْكَ لَمْ تَرَقَتُ عَيْنِي Hazrat Hassan ibn Sabit, very famous sahabi, he used to defend Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in a poetry form when the kuffar of Makkah at that particular time, poetry was a very high level. And if you wrote poems, poetry, then they had the opportunity to hang it in a Kaaba. And then when somebody bettered their poem from what they, you had written, then your one will come off and their one will be put on. And it will remain there until such a time that somebody betters the poetry that you had written. The Arabic language is very, very vast, very in-depth. And just for our understanding... Like when you want to emphasize something in the Arabic language, then they use the word inna. And then they have the tajdeed. And then they also use the lam for emphasis. Huh? They use the lam also for emphasis. So in some ayat of the Quran, you know, Allah Ta'ala uh, wants to emphasize something. Allah bizikrillahi tatma'innul kulub and various other ayats. Uh, Allah Ta'ala emphasizes something Then he uses the word inna He uses the word tajdeed And also the lam etc So the Arabic language is very vast And at that particular time This fun of poetry was at its very high level That is why my dear brothers Look at Allah Ta'ala's challenge in the Quran That if you think that this book that is being recited by Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam, they used to attribute it and say that no, this is from, you know, some shayateen came and taught him about it, or it is from the books of the past. My dear brothers, ponder that this Nabi, Allah Ta'ala gave you an eye, Allah Ta'ala made him unlettered. That means nobody taught him anything. Nobody taught him anything. He had no teacher. 
Because the teacher will always know more than the student. The teacher knows always more than the student. So Allah Ta'ala himself taught Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. There is nobody who taught Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Because nobody can then attribute and say that, no, he learned this from so and so. So Allah Ta'ala gave a challenge in the Qur'an, when the people used to say, no, haza asatirul awwaleen. This is a stories of the olden days past. He's just repeating it in another format, in another way. My dear brothers, Allah Ta'ala protected Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam from the very time when he was born, from inception, from birth he was, he was preserved and protected. In such a manner that when the kuffar of Makkah, when deen of Islam was not there, they were worshipping idols and they were doing all the funny like melas and whatever they used to do. Then Allah Park made Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, he used to retreat. And he went away in the cave of Hira. And he used to go and ponder and reflect about his creation. And why Allah Ta'ala sent him there? Why in this world? And this worshipping of idols is not something that is making sense. It's not logical. It's an illogical thing. Why? Because how can I worship something that I myself created? Huh? How can I worship something that I myself created? Something that I men molded with my hands. And then I worship it, and if I put it in the sun, it cannot go into the shade, it cannot feed itself. Huh? This is like an illogical action. And Allah Ta'ala used to, you know, He used to retreat and He used to ponder and make fikr. What is, where, what, who am I, where am I? Allah Ta'ala, my dear brothers, preserved Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi and not only Nabi Sallallahu all the other Anbiya Alayhi Salatu Wasalam, they were protected, they never committed shirk in their life. Huh? Imagine, Allah Ta'ala protected them. Because you see, insan, Allah knows us. Because if if he was worshipping some idol, and now he's calling towards Allah, then what a man will say? Like how we will say, hey, now I'm seeing you in a mosque, <laughs> last year you were doing like this. Insan is like that. So they will point a finger to Rasulullah sallallahu and they will say that, hey, but before you yourself you were worshipping idols, and today you are you speaking ill about the idols. But when you were doing it yourself, then you had nothing to say. Allah Taala safeguard and protect us, my dear brothers, from shar, from evil. So that Hassan ibn Sabit he says, wa ahsanu minka nam tarakatu aini, that O oh, Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam. More beautiful than you, I have never set my eye upon. وَأَحْسَنُ مِنْكَ لَمْ تَرَقَتُ عَيْنِي وَأَجْمَلُ مِنْكَ لَمْ تَلِدِ النِّسَاءِ More beautiful than you, a woman has never given birth to. خُلِقْتَ مُبَرَّأَمْ مِنْ كُلِّ أَيْبٍ Allahu Akbar خُلِقْتَ مُبَرَّأَمْ مِنْ كُلِّ أَيْبٍ You have been created in such a manner that you are free from every ebb. Huh? Every ab, you know, a person has ab. Who, if any one of us, we say, does anybody have in, no fault in him? Every single person seated here will say, no, I got some fault in me. I got some weakness. I get angry. Or I speak loudly. Or, you know, I, I, I'm untidy. Or whatever thing. I got some weakness in me. I smoke cigarette. I got some weaknesses in me. Every one says, I got some weakness in me. Nobody can claim perfection. Nobody can claim perfection. 
But this Nabi of Allah, despite the fact that he was created perfect, my dear brothers, huh? yet he was so humble in his manner and character that he said that and he should sit and eat on the floor like an ordinary person, never demanding any type of special right. But my dear brothers, خُلِقْتَ مُبَرَّأً مِّن كُلِّ أَيْمٍ كَأَنَّكَ قَدْ خُلِقْتَ كَمَا تَشَاءُ The poet says that you have been created as if you, the manner in which you wanted to be created, you have been created in that. Allah Ta'ala gave us a Nabi that he was perfect in all respects, in all forms. Ponder what I'm saying, my dear brothers, would know Abe, he was a complete personality. That is why Allah Ta'ala tells us in the Quran, now I'm saying the word laqad, lam for emphasis, and qad, the word qad, it comes for emphasis. So understand this ayat, Allah Ta'ala is saying, laqad kana lakum fi rasulillahi uswatun hasana. Most definitely, you know in English you can't, you cannot make justice to the Arabic language in when you are translating that thing. But maybe first for our understanding, if you have to emphasize something, then you'll say most definitely. So Allah Ta'ala is saying, with all emphasis, the best way of saying something with emphasis, لَقَدْ كَانَ لَكُمْ فِي رَسُولِ اللَّهِ أُسْوَةٌ حَسَنًا That most definitely in the life of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, you have a perfect example. Huh, my dear brothers, how fortunate we are. Our Nabi did not leave us unattended, undirected, without any teachings, without any guidance, without any type of reference. We are so fortunate. Huh? This claim only you and I can make, that we follow our Nabi who has given us a guidance from before life, during the part of our life, and he has told us about afterlife as well, my dear brothers. Complete. This is Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. My dear brothers, as much as possible, especially on the auspicious day of Jumu'ah, we should keep our tongues wet in the remembrance of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa in the zikr of Allah and in the remembrance of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa One sahabi, he asked, O Nabi of Allah, I wish to spend some time in your remembrance, in the recitation of Durood. How much time? I have decided that I will dedicate one third of my time in the recitation of Durud to you. Nabi of Allah responded to him and he said, MashaAllah, that is very good, but if you increase it will be better for you. And then he responded and he said, Oh Nabi of Allah, I will dedicate half my time. And then the Nabi of Allah responded to him and he said, that if you dedicate half your time it is good, but if you, if you give more then it is better for you. Eventually, my dear brothers, he said, O oh, Nabi of Allah, I will dedicate all my time in my recitation of Durood Sharif on you. Rasulullah Wasallam gave him the glad tidings and he told him that if this is what you will do, Allah Ta'ala will take care of your needs. That without asking from Allah for your need, Allah Ta'ala will fulfill your needs because you have dedicated that time specifically and solely for recitation of Durood on Rasulullah Wasallam. My dear brothers, Allah Ta'ala, you say so with certainty. If your person has to be certain that any of his amal is accepted in the court of Allah, one of the actions is the recitation of Durud Sharif. Because Allah Ta'ala loves it and He commands us. Imagine Allah in the Quran, He commands us and He says, Inna Allah. He could have just commanded us, Aqimu Salah. 
This is a command from Allah. 89 times in the Quran, Allah Ta'ala uses the words and says, Ya ayyuhallazina amanu. Addressing the believers, you and I. 89 times, different, 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 different verses of the Quran. It is a direct address from Allah Ta'ala to the believers. 89 times. Ulama state and say that this is kalam of muhabbat, kalam of love. Where Allah is saying that, oh my believers, oh those of you who believe, Ya ayyuhal lazina amanu. Then various ayats, you know, you get, I told you 89. Here Allah Ta'ala is telling us and exhorting us, encouraging us and saying to us that, oh my banda, inna Allah, again the word inna for emphasis. So he's saying most definitely Allah Ta'ala, inna Allah. وَمَلَائِكَتَهُ And his malaika. Who are malaika, my dear brothers? They are the park creation of Allah. Celestial creation of Allah, created from light. It is our aqidah and our belief, malaika, the angels of Allah, they cannot be disobedient to Allah. Eh? Allah Ta'ala tells us in the Quran about the malaika, لَا يَعْسُونَ اللَّهَ مَا أَمَرَهُمْ They don't have a choice in them. They don't have the ability. Ulama have written, who is more superior? Insan is superior or malaika is superior? Who is superior? Huh? They have written about this. And the conclusion, the conclusion of their discussion, they say that insan is superior. Because insan has got the ability to choose what is right, what is wrong. To do right, to do wrong. To be obedient, to be disobedient. Huh? To go right, to go left, to do right, uh, to... Uh, you know, do something and not to do something. This is a choice that insan has, human being has. But malaika, they don't have the choice in them. La ya'soon Allah ma amarahum. Allah tells us in the Quran that this celestial creation of Allah, they cannot go against the order and command of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So it makes insan more superior than them because they cannot be disobedient. Wa yaf'aluna ma yu'marun. They are completely obedient to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, doing whatever Allah has commanded them to do. But insan is different. He is a different type of creation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And that is why the insan is more superior than the malaika also. And then ulama also state that that is why Allah ta'ala, you know he, in that famous story where Allah ta'ala, when he created insan, when he created insan, then he told the malaika, that make sajda to Adam. Fasajadu illa iblis. Then all the malaika, they made sajda to Adam alayhi salatu wasalam. But iblis didn't do the sajda. So they made sajda to Adam alayhi salam. It shows the superiority of insan over the malaika as well in that particular instance. But be that as it may, my dear brothers, Allah Ta'ala has given us this very great opportunity. My dear brothers, this life of ours is very, very short. We don't realize it, my dear brothers. We think we are going to live very long. 60 years, 70 years, you know, we say, hey, we still got a long, long evening. In the hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa mention is made that A'maru ummati bayna sitina wa sab'ina sana. The lifespan of my ummati is between 60 years and 70 years. For the purposes of illustration and understanding, if we just take 60 years as to be our lifespan, yours and my lifespan to be the age of 60, 
My dear brothers, if you if you work eight hours a day, eight hours a day you work for sixty years. Right? Eight hours every day for sixty years. Can somebody tell me how many years you have worked? Hamza? Mathematics. Eight hours every day for sixty years, how many years you worked? Twenty years of your life, one third. Eight hours is one third of twenty-four. So of your life of sixty years, twenty years, take it away, put it in a compartment of working. From sixty years, now you got forty years left. If you sleep for, if you sleep eight hours a day for twenty, for 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 sixty years of your lifespan, you and I, sixty years, you, what I'm saying, you slept eight hours every day for sixty years. Take another twenty years and put it away of your life. Forty years of your life is gone sleeping. So sleeping and working. You and I, we become balik. We are answerable to Allah only when we are what age? Fifteen years old. Say fifteen years old. You know, the famous they say, "Jawani hamne khelkud me khoya." Bachman jo hai khelkud me khoya. We wasted our bachmana. Bachman, you are up to the age of fifteen. So we wasted it in Kelkud, like Frank going running here, running there. So that you're not even answerable to Allah. This is the mercy of Allah. Eh? That He has not made us mukallaf upon until the age of 15. So a person who is 15 years old, he's supposed to have that maturity now and that understanding and that training and development that now he's answerable to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for his actions and deeds. He's not praying salah, or he's supposed to be giving zakat. All the laws of Allah are directed to him at that particular age. So take out 15 years of your life also from 60, and put it 55 years of our life is gone. You are left with 5 years of your life and my life, my dear brothers. We are doing everything else in that 5 years of our life. That's why we say our life is insignificant in comparison to the life of the hereafter. That is why ulama, they encourage us that when you are sleeping, sleep according to the pattern and tariqah of Rasulullah wasallam. It will be a ibadat. Look at how Allah Ta'ala wants to, my dear brothers, reward us. Little bit taklif you will take, you will make wuzu, you will maybe read two rakats if you can, you dust the bed, you make the zikr of Allah and you sleep. That time you are sleeping, you are getting ibadat. How merciful Allah is, my dear brothers. You are engaged in your business with the correct niyat and intention that I am going to earn a livelihood to provide halal sustenance for my wife and my children. My dear brothers, it is like you are going out searching, my dear brothers, for your risk and sustenance. You are in a part of Allah. Huh? Man kharaja, huh? Man, the person who leaves his house, Huh? For the for searching of halal rizq, he is in the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. If you get killed in that, my dear brothers, you are a shaheed. Huh? How merciful Allah is. You're not an ordinary person. The man who leaves his home to seek sustenance for his family, he is in the path of Allah ta'ala. So in that too, we do it in a correct manner, in a correct method, in a methodology taught to us by Rasulullah sallallahu It becomes an ibadat. So my dear brothers, let us look at every opportunity wherein we can, you know what they say, cash in. Where we can get maximum benefit, my dear brothers. Our life is very short. 
They say it's like a needle, you take it and put it in an ocean. Durban Ocean, famous. But now it's full of all those other things. People don't want to come also to Durban. So you put this needle in there and you take it out. And then you ask yourself, how much of water is in this needle? Huh? Somebody will say, don't waste your time. It is insignificant in comparison to the amount of water that is in the ocean. You can't even work it out. It's useless. It's a useless and futile exercise to know how much has the ocean depreciated by me taking this finger or this finger of mine or this needle, putting it in and taking it out and seeing the water that is on it. How much has it depreciated by? It's an insignificant amount. Don't waste your time. My dear brothers, our life in this world is like that. It is insignificant in comparison to the hereafter. But the life and success of the hereafter depends on how a man has spent his life in this world. If he has spent it according to the orders and commands of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and in the Mubarak tariqah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, then my dear brothers, فَمَنْ زُهْزِهَا عَنِ النَّارِ وَأُدْخِلَ الْجَنَّةَ فَقَدْ فَاسْ That person who has... You know, he has protected himself from the azab of Allah and he gets entry into paradise, then faqad faz, that person is a most successful person. Again, the word qad, faqad faz, it's not the translation, is not he is a successful person. He is most definitely the most successful person. See, my dear brothers, Allah Ta'ala give us a true understanding, my dear brothers. Allah Ta'ala give us a commitment towards our deen. Refresh and renew our ta'alluq with Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. There's one kitab, one thick volume in our office, Jamiat office. It's called Siratul Mustafa. It's about the life of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So make it your intention, maybe in one year, read that book every day, keep it on the side. And learn this one small kitab, it's called 100 so Sunnate, 100 Sunnats. Let us see all the practical things, how to enter the toilet and come out of the toilet. You will relieve yourself according to the method of Rasulullah Wasallam. it is an ibadat. So what, why must we lose out? Allah Ta'ala give you and me the tawfiq wa akhru da'wana